If you're here today, your marriage is not doing good, pray, fast, wait upon God. If your marriage is doing wonderful, praise the Lord for you. And if you don't have anybody, then keep seeking the Lord and keep waiting. And God will bring that person for such a time as this when he's ready. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. Today's lesson concludes our series, Encouraging Those Who Are Waiting on the Lord for a Spouse. As Raul illuminates the symbolism of Isaac and Rebecca's divinely orchestrated union, you'll see how God established key guidelines to help you walk with Him by faith in your season of singleness. We invite you to follow along as Raul lays out a challenge to honor God with your trust, hope, and obedience. If you have your Bible, join us in Genesis chapter 24. Here's Raul Reese now with the lesson, Choosing a Bride Not from the World. There seems to be a lot of people that have a lot of problems concerning their marriages and a lot of divorces going on. We've been talking about this. And then at the same time, there are a lot of single people that are looking to get married, looking for a partner. And yet, if you're a child of God, if you're a Christian, if you've been born again of the Holy Spirit, if you've been through regeneration, as the Bible talks about, then there are qualifications that God gives to us concerning who we are to marry. The reason for that is God wants to help you uh, not to get yourself in trouble or to go through a lot of heartache. And if we gave testimony here this morning of every person that has been married or divorced, or maybe he is going through a divorce or a separation, they can tell you how painful it has been to them. And one of the most beautiful things about that is that we have the story here as types of the Bible. Uh, There's Abraham, Isaac, and then Eliezer, his servant, and Rebekah, which is to be the wife of Isaac. Beautiful, beautiful typology in the Old Testament. Abraham becomes a type of God the Father in the Old Testament, has a son that is around 30 or 40 years old, and he knows that he's single looking for a wife. So he tells his servant Eliezer, which is a type of the Holy Spirit, to go and get him a wife from his own family not from a non-believing family. So he'll tell you that, not from the Canaanites. And then it's beautiful because Rebecca becomes the type of the church, the bride of Christ. So there's a beautiful setup here concerning that. Here now in the 24th chapter of the book of Genesis, let's look at it and study it and see what we can learn from this. So here is Abraham now, and he says this, Abraham was very old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham with all things. He's over a hundred years old now. He's thinking, I'm going to die soon. I have this son by the name of Isaac. He needs a wife. And so I need 
to send my servant Eliezer to the other side to my family to see if he can find a woman for my son or a wife. He goes on in verse 2 to say, So Abraham, as a type of the father, said to his oldest servant of his house, who ruled over all that he had, Please put your hand under my thigh. Now, he doesn't give his name here, but in the 21st chapter, you see that his name is Eliezer. He's like the name of the Holy Spirit, Comforter. The one that comforts us in all things. So he becomes a type of the Holy Spirit. Is God the Father sends the Holy Spirit to seek for a wife for himself. This is so beautiful for his son. Then it says this, And I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell. Notice the warning here. The warning is the same one that Paul the Apostle gave us in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 14 through chapter 7, verse 1. That a real child of God has to be careful not to marry a Canaanite, that is, a heathen. Why? Because they worship other gods. They don't worship the God that we worship. They have their own agendas. So here he makes it very clear that a child of the light is never to marry anyone in the darkness. A Canaanite. Verse 4. But you shall go to my country. Notice, 500 miles away. And to my family and take a wife from my son Isaac. So God is sending the Holy Spirit among the church. To find him a wife. You see? Among his family. It's so cool how God, the Holy Spirit, works in the life of so many people. So here now the servant, verse 5. And the servant said to him, Perhaps the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Maybe she don't want to come. And what does the Lord do? He never forces a relationship with him. If you don't want to be a Christian, you don't have to be a Christian. It's not like so many churches are trying to force people into their churches. We don't do that. The Bible says the Holy Spirit draws us with courts of love to Jesus Christ. And we become believers. So here he says, what about if you don't want to come? Must I take your son back to the land from which you came? If she doesn't come, should I come back and get him and take him back? And he says, no way. We don't force the issue of relationship. Verse 6, But Abraham said to him, Beware that you do not take my son back there. Then the Lord God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my family, and who spoke to me and swore to me, saying, To your descendants I will give this land. He will send his angel before you, and you shall take a wife for my son from there. What does he do? He comes back and he says, I stand upon God's word. That's why, parents, it's so important for you to pray right now and grandparents for your children and your grandchildren who they're going to marry. Yes, they have a will. They have to make their own decisions. But surely we believe in prayer. That God can spare us. God can spare them. 
And then he goes on in verse 8 and he says, And if the woman is not willing to follow you, then you will be released from this oath. Only do not take my son back there. The thing is off. Verse 9. And so the servant put his hand under his thigh of Abraham, his master again, and he swore to him concerning this matter, I will do whatever you said to do. So that's the way the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is under commission by God the Father to find a wife for his son. Now in verse 10 to 28, the faithful servant takes his journey. And then the servant took 10 of his master's camels and departed for all his master's good were in his hand. But here is God the Father now in heaven sending the Holy Spirit to look for a wife for his son. Verse 11. And then he made his camels kneel down outside of the city after 500 mile travel by a well of water at evening time. The time when women go out to draw water. And then he said, he prays, O Lord God of my master Abraham, Please give me success this day and show me kindness to my master Abraham. Behold, here I stand by the well of water and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw the water. Now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, please let down your pitcher that I may drink, that she says to me, drink. And I will also give to your camels a drink and let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Isaac. And by this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Isn't that beautiful? The Holy Spirit intercedes. So here the Holy Spirit is asking God the Father, preparing the way that the woman that comes out to the well, that literally says all these things, it will be a confirmation This is the one that is to marry Isaac. Then verse 15, And then it came to pass, it happened, before he had even finished his prayer, that behold, notice God answers prayer, behold, Rebekah, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with her pitcher on her shoulder. Isn't that beautiful? The Lord allows her to come out for such a time as this. We want to make sure that as we listen, as we hear the Word of God, that we correct what we're doing wrong by repenting and doing what's right. This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. We'd like to remind you that our goal is to help you experience God's highest will for your life as you ground yourself in His Word. Visit us at somebodylovesyou.com or call us at 800-634-9165 for resources, including a thumb drive of this entire series we're currently airing on MP3. Let's rejoin Roll now for the final part of our study, Choosing a Bride Not from the World. I want the best will for my life. I want the best person that I'm going to marry and spend the rest of my life with has to be the person that God has given to me. And you're saying, well, man, I don't feel like that. You don't have to feel like that. Maybe you already made a mistake. That's okay. God can correct that mistake. You say, but you don't understand. My husband doesn't really want to submit. He's doing his own thing or my wife's doing their own thing and I'm a believer and I'm really struggling. You know what? Hang on. Hang on. Trust God. 
Just make sure that you're doing what's right in the presence of God and allow God to work in you and through your life. And it could be one day, it could be one week, it could be one year, it could be five years, it can be ten years. It's God's timing. God will sustain you. God will strengthen you. God will help you. I'm not saying that you stay in an abusive, verbal, physical situation. I'm saying if you find yourself in a situation where they're slapping you around, pushing you around, or even saying real evil things to you and mentally is hurting you, then you need to get a separation, not a divorce. And tell him, I mean business. Look, if you continue to do that, I'm not going to live in the same house with you. Real important. God did not call you to be a punching bag. Or to be abused. And so we have here the story of someone that is looking for a bride. Maybe you're here this morning, you're not a Christian. And Jesus Christ, the bridegroom, is looking for you to become his bride too today. Such beautiful stories that are given to us. Verse 17. And then the servant ran to meet her and said, Please let me drink a little water from your pitcher. So he wanted to test the waters to see if what God told him would come to pass. And so she said, Drink, my Lord. And then she quickly let her pitcher down in order to her hand and gave him a drink. And when she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. And then he thought, Oh my goodness, this is so cool. This is it. The Lord has led me in the way. Isn't that beautiful when the Lord leads us in the way? When we know for sure, man, this is the Lord. I can't believe it. Notice again. And she quickly emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran back to the well and drew water and drew it with all his camels. And the men wandering at her remained silent so as to know whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. And so it was when his camels had finished drinking that the men took a golden nose ring weighing about a half a shekel or five ounces of gold. And two bracelets from her wrist weighing ten shekels of gold which is a quarter of an ounce. Can you imagine what the Holy Spirit does when he finds the bride? What does the Lord do to you? He gives you the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Is that beautiful? He gives us gifts. He baptizes us with the Holy Spirit. And then said, whose daughter are you? Please tell me if there's room in your father's house to lodge in. And so she said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, Michael's son who she bore to Nahor. And moreover, she said to him, we have bought straw and to feed it enough and enough room for you to stay with us tonight. Follow me. And then the men bowed down his head and worshiped the Lord. The Holy Spirit gives praise and glory to who? To God, not to himself. Verse 27. And then he said, blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his mercy and his truth toward my master. Notice that. And then check this out. As for me, 
Being on the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. Notice how beautiful, how God leads us as we take a step of faith on the way. God honors faith. And the young woman ran and told her mother's household these things. And now Rebecca had a brother whose name was Laban. And Laban ran out to the men by the well. And so it came to pass when he saw the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's wrist. And when he heard the words of his sister Rebecca, saying, Thus the man spoke to me, that he went to the man, and there he stood by the camels at well. And then he said, Oh, come in, O blessed of the Lord. Huh? Hey, maybe I'll get a big tip. Notice that. Why do you stand outside? For I have prepared the house, a place for the camels. And then the men came to the house, and he unloaded the camels, provided straw, fed the camels, water and washed his feet. Notice, and the feet of the men that were with him. Food was set before him at the table to eat. He said, and I will eat. I cannot eat until I tell you everything that is on my heart. So he does not eat, and he wants to make sure that this is right before the Lord. So he goes on to say now, verse 34. And then he said, I am Abraham's servant. Abraham, the type of God the Father. He, the type of the Holy Spirit. The Lord has blessed my master greatly. And he has become very great. And he has given him flocks and herds and silver and gold, male, female servants, camels, donkeys. And Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old. And to him had been given all that he has. So he's inheriting everything. And now my master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife from my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell, for you are not unequally yoked together. But you shall go to my father's house and to my family and take a wife for my son. And then I said to my master, Perhaps the woman will not follow me. But he said to me, The Lord before whom I walk and send his angel with you and prosper your way. You shall take a wife for my son from my family and from my father's house. Notice, stepping out by faith. And you will be clear from this oath when you arrive about my family. For if they will not give you to her, then you will be released from my oath. You're free to go. And this day, I came to the well and said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, if you will not prosper the way in which I go, behold, I stand by the well of water. And it shall come to pass that when the virgin comes out to draw water, and I will say to her, please give me a little water from the pitcher to drink. And she says to me, drink. I will draw for your camels also. Let her be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master's son. So he's telling them the story of proving everything God did. But before I had finished speaking in my heart, there was Rebecca coming out with her pitcher and her shoulder. And she went down to the well and drew water. And I said to her, please give me a drink. And she made haste and let her pitcher down on her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will give your camels to drink also. And so I drank, and I gave the camels to drink also. And then I asked her and said, Whose daughter are you? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, which Michael bore to him. So I put my nose ring on her nose and the bracelets on her wrist. And then I bow my head and worship the Lord and bless the Lord God of my master Abraham who had led me on the way of truth to take the daughter of my master's brother for his son. You notice how God doesn't make mistakes when he chose you and he chose me? 
He drew us by courts of love. So we are in His kingdom. And now, if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me. And if not, tell me that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. And so Laban, he was a spokesman, and Bethuel answered and said, The thing comes from the Lord that we cannot speak to you either good or bad. If this is of the Lord, what can we do? And then, here is Rebekah before you. Take her and go and let her be your master's son's wife as the Lord has spoken. And then it came to pass when Abraham's servant heard it, these words, that he worshiped the Lord, bowing himself before the earth. And then the servant brought out jewelry, silver, jewelry of gold, clothing, gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things to her brothers and to her mother. Notice how God blesses us when we accept the Lord and we're part of the church. He blesses our family too. Interesting. And then he and the men who were with him ate and drank and stayed all night. And then they got up in the morning and he said, Send me away to my master. But the brother, her brother, and her mother said, Let the young woman stay with us a few days, at least ten days, and then she may go. We may never see her again. And he said to them, Do not hinder me, since the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away so that I may go to my master. Remember Jesus said, Take up your cross and follow me. Deny yourself and follow me. You have to immediately just go. You cannot wait for your family to get saved. You got to do it now. Verse 57. So they said, We will call the young woman and ask her personally to her, Will you go with this man? And she will say, I'll go. So let's see what she says. And then they called Rebecca and said to her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. Notice that. The bride of Christ. And so they sent away Rebekah, their sister, her nurse, and Abraham's servants and his men. And then they blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you become the mother of thousands and millions, and may your descendants possess the gates of those who hate them. And it came to pass, that prophecy. And then Rebekah and her mates got up. They rode on the camels and followed the men and so the servants took Rebekah and departed. So now they're coming home. Now this is now from the choosing of a bride. Now the bride coming at the second coming of Jesus Christ and taking his bride to be with him and marrying her. Check this out. This is so cool. The rest of the chapter. And now Isaac, the type of Jesus, from the way of burial of horror, which means the well of him that loves and sees, came from the way for he dwelt in the south. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field in the evening, and he lifted up his eyes, and there he looked, and there the camels were coming. A picture of Jesus Christ getting ready to come at the rapture of the church for the bride. Verse 64. And then Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from her camel. She got excited. She said, man, who's that? For she had said to the servant, who is that man? <laughs> and the Holy Spirit, notice, walking on the field to meet us. And the Holy Spirit spoke up and said, this is my master. So she took a veil and she covered herself. And then the servant said, told Isaac all things that had happened. And then Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent. And he took Rebekah, and she became his wife. What a beautiful picture, and loved her. The beautiful picture of what? The actual supper of the Lamb with Jesus Christ and the bride in heaven after we're raptured to heaven. 
whether you're married or single, we pray today's message has filled your heart with hope for the future. As you await the day, you'll finally see your eternal bridegroom, the Lord Jesus, face to face. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. If you'd like to review the lesson you've just heard, we can send you an unedited copy for a donation of $5 or more. Just call us at 800-634-9165 and ask for today's teaching titled, Choosing a Bride Not from the World. And if you're currently in a season of seeking the Lord for a spouse, we'd like to tell you about this five-part series on an MP3 thumb drive. As you consider the divine orchestration that brought Isaac and Rebecca together, you'll discover more of what it looks like to fully entrust your heart and life to the Lord. Waiting on God's timing isn't easy, but this study will encourage you to ground yourself in His goodness and submit to His sovereign will. Visit SomebodyLovesYou.com or call 800-634-9165 to order Raul's five-message MP3 study for singles. We'll send your USB drive for a gift of $10 or more. That's 800-634-9165. Or you can write us at Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese is fully listener-supported. Thank you for your partnership. You're a blessing to us, and every contribution you make is tax-deductible. Next time, we'll shift the focus to guidance and encouragement for those who are married. We hope you'll join us. We'll begin our new marriage study with a foundational look at God's perfect design for the lifelong relationship between husband and wife. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.